is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Welcome in, Hornets fans. Hope your morning is off to a great start. I'm Doug Branson here with uh, my good friend David Walker. David, good morning, sir. Good morning, Doug. It's time my to Hornets. Brain, my basketball brain is percolating along with my coffee, so I'm ready to go. Percolating. Those, percolating. Is it percolating or percolating? That's our first topic it's for this percolating. morning. Percolating. It's per. <laughs> it's 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 perky early. It's early lighting. So let's go. I see. Um, well, you know who was percolating last night? Uh, that would be one Stephen Curry. Yeah, he was hot to Molly last night against the Orlando Magic, and I watched it. And it was amazing. First of all, I mean the, the things that he's doing right now. Fifty-one points. Uh, took a bunch of shots from beyond, you know, 25 feet and knocked them down. And you you read all of this stuff about how, by the way, great job by NBA 2K basically doing this press blitz about how they can't create a player like Steph Curry. They can't even make Steph Curry's video game person like Steph Curry or it would break online play because people would just – yeah, it, well, yeah, it's smart that they didn't do that because I've played online NBA 2K and it's already full of uh, what what we in the NBA 2K video game community call cheese. It's already full of people kind of using the same teams or you know taking LeBron and trying to score 70 points. So we don't need real-life Steph Curry in a video game. It, but it's it's sort of the opposite situation. Like, we don't want a real-life version of someone in a video game. Normally, it's the other way around. We want the video game version in real life. and that's In real life. But I have a, I have a stat that I pulled uh, from Twitter, and this is from Ethan Strauss, who covers the team for ESPN. Uh, more crazy Curry stats. Get this, David. From 28 to 50 feet, he's 35 of 52 this season. That's better efficiency than making 100% of your two-pointers. So basically, and 28 feet, mind you, is four-plus four feet beyond the, the top of the three-point line. All right, so yeah, he's, he breaks math. I mean, he, yeah. he, he numbers just don't do it really. That doesn't even do him justice. <laughs> so, so if I said, okay, Steph Curry is only going to shoot from 28 feet or beyond, and, and you're going to score, or you're going to get 52 shots, and they're all layups, and you're going to make every single one of them. Steph Curry still wins because what do you do? Yeah, what do you do with that? He wins 105 to 104. That's amazing. It's uh, it's not even borderline unfair. It's just plain unfair right now. It is unfair, but then you have what's interesting to me is you still have guys like the Big O. And the, these older cats coming out and instead of celebrating what essentially is becoming a new era of basketball and a very interesting one at that and a very fun to watch. I mean, it's made for, 
you know, free Dawkins, watching replays on YouTube. I mean, it's so interesting that the game that Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and all of these guys play is perfectly fit for the way that we're consuming basketball today. And, uh, you know, it's just so disappointing to me that guys like Oscar Robertson will come out and, and sort of poo-poo it. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand it. And you're always going to have, you know, some reaction like that. The, that the old guard was better. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, I guess you could find some validity in those arguments, but the thing about Steph is, that I guess his I guess the big O's thing was defense, right? Like there's no defense play. Coaches don't know how to play defense. Which well, I mean, yeah, I mean he's is, essentially saying like if you if you if you play or if you give ball pressure to Curry when he's getting hot, that that somehow will be able to stop him. And I think that right. goes to this, which is ridiculous. Well, let's just get that out of the way. But I, I think it goes to this idea that Steph Curry is just a shooter. And I think that's what a lot of of the old guard, that's how they view Steph as just a shooter. Uh, Probably Barkley would be one of those guys that says, you know, Steph Curry, just a shooter. But if you watch his game closely, or hell, if you just watch the national TV games, it's so much more than that. Yeah, I don't don't know. Um, I think, I mean, you can't watch him and not, you know, comment and, and commend his, his ball handling, his passing, his overall game at this point. I mean, he's put in so much work on everything besides the shooting, and that's what makes him so dangerous. Also, the rules of the game are obviously different than when Oscar Robertson, Robertson played and, and and Barkley played. So, I mean, they're not going to let you be as physical with guys, which, yeah, that does go to benefit Steph. But if you're shooting from 28 feet <laughs> – no, listen. Well, hold on. Now, now, those. now. In Barkley's era, I agree with you. There was a lot more uh, chucking in Chuck's era. So it, sure. you would have had Chris Paul guarding uh, the guarding style of Chris Paul, which is essentially everywhere. almost you know offensive lineman, defensive lineman kind of thing. Right. You would have had that everywhere. But in Oscar's day, Curry would have annihilated. He would have been averaging yeah, you know fair. wilt numbers because they were going yeah, up and down the floor, point. scoring all over the place. So. Anyway. That's a good point. So I don't know what his beef is, then. <laughs> I don't know. But I just think some of it's, you know, I, the, the coaching thing is weird to me. I mean, uh, you know there's some good basketball minds out there and some good defensive players out there. I mean, the athleticism of these guys like Kawhi and LeBron and Michael K. Gilchrist, I mean, there are really good defensive players out there. So, um, yeah, but, but the problem, at, I don't know. yeah, and the problem with Golden State is they have so many other options besides Steph Curry, and that's what makes that you can't throw two, three guys at him without paying the price. Now, what will be interesting is as this evolves, and guys, you're not going to have you're, you're going to have copies of Steph Curry, but I don't think you're going to have copies of Golden State. So, how will the defense nah. adjust to a team that has a Steph Curry type shooter without? the auxiliary players that Golden State offers. That will be what's interesting to watch as, as we continue on. But let's – Yeah, uh, you're, well, you're, yeah, one last thing. You're, you're yeah. likely not going to have the two best shooters in the game mm-hmm. in the same backcourt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's another good thing going they have going for them. And I think you're right. I mean, you'll see replicas of Steph, but, I mean, I do think – and let, we should keep in mind, it is kind of a small sample size with him so far, playing at this peak level. But um, I, I don't know that you'll have someone who – is exactly like him um, to the level at which he plays. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, that's what makes him special. And, again, he has Clay, and he's got a guy like Draymond and a coach like Steve Kerr. I mean, it's the perfect storm for people playing against them. 
And that is our edition of Catching Up with Future Charlotte Hornet, Steph Curry. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this game uh, tonight, 7 o'clock p.m. in uh, Indianapolis. The Hornets take on the Pacers. And you know what's interesting to me, David, is that so they played the Pacers in Indiana uh, on uh, right before the All-Star break. Now they play them again several weeks later, and then they're going to play the Pacers again on March 4th. So I think this is sort of the closest approximation of a playoff series that, that a team can have uh, in the regular season in terms of having to adjust to a team so soon after you, you last played them. So they, it'll be interesting after these three games are over to go back and look and see what those adjustments are. And it starts tonight well, because the Pacers will have to make adjustments after getting smacked uh, in the last contest against the Hornets. Yeah, and it's um, no MKG, of course. And I was trying to think of who they'll throw on on Paul George. I think we I got asked that on on, on Twitter, as a matter of fact, and didn't respond. Um, who I mean, it, it'll probably be a, a couple guys, right? Batum, uh, maybe some Marvin. Uh, it'll just kind of depend. I mean, how do you see that playing out? Yeah, I think mostly Batum. I don't think that Courtney Lee has the size. Mm-hmm. He's I think he has the quickness. But I don't think yeah. he has the size. So if, if Paul George sees an opportunity to go up against Courtney Lee, I think you see a lot of uh, aggressive Paul George backdowns, turnarounds at the elbow, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think you have to put Batum on him. And, again, it highlights this situation where as uh, good of an asset as Cho was able to pull and Courtney Lee, you just you lost size when you lost P.J. Hairston. That was the one thing I think you legitimately lost by giving up PJ Hairston his size on the wing. Uh but you you know you trade that for consistency from beyond the arc and uh, quickness on defense and intelligence on defense. So uh, that's the trade off and we'll see it play out tonight. I think that my, so I, in the uh, Thursday show uh which you can go on iTunes and and listen to and we did another preview of this game with uh, Justin Thomas from ESPN 7:30. I pointed out that Monta Ellis would be a, a big player in this game, and the Hornets would have to do a lot to stop him. But I think Monta Ellis combined with Miles Turner, these two have hooked up for a nice little two-man game that can distract the defense and and provide opportunities for Paul George as well. But you know, Miles Turner, I think, is averaging up above seventeen points a game on uh, you know 50, uh, 53 or 54 percent shooting in the past four games so he's been an absolute beast and it's amazing what he's been able to do in his rookie season and he does it all over the place I mean he knocks down the occasional three and that threat allows him to cut along the baseline he just makes incredible cuts not only from the three-point line but also from underneath the basket whoever's guarding him tonight has to keep their eyes on him at all times, even in transition where he has become an ace at running the floor. So Monta Ellis, Miles Turner, two-man game, you have to put a stop to that or at least uh, try to contain it or it's going to be a long night for the Hornets. Yeah, Miles Turner really come out of, I mean, almost nowhere lately. I mean, I guess people well, they're coming a little more consistent now. Yeah, I mean, people were high on his, his upside, and you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting that you have Miles Turner and Kristaps, two guys who it seemed were very polar in terms of the response to them. Either you were just really high on them, or you were really worried about uh, injuries for Miles and then the unknowns for Kristaps. 
but these two cats have really, you know, lit the world on fire in their rookie season. Yeah, and I do think Monte is a guy that you'll see Courtney Lee cover. I mean, that's kind of a good fit yeah. for him. But Monte is so quick and can score the ball in bunches. So you don't want to let him get going. But I think, you know, what you might lose with a guy like PJ not being on um on Paul George there, Courtney Lee's kind of a nice fit for Monte, but that's a full time job. I mean, running around and, and trying to get trying to stay in his hip pocket, you know, and trying to stay in front of him and keep him from getting off. So that's what I would look for. I mean, you may not get as many buckets as you might normally from Courtney tonight because he may be so consumed with, uh, with keeping, with keeping Ellis out of there. But I think that's, a, that, that could be a nice match because they, you know, physically wise, they're, they're about the same, but Monta's so crafty and still pretty quick. So they're going to have to watch out for that. And then of course, Paul George, um, a little under the radar here, I'd say. You know, well, listen, Steph Curry, so the guy, hot, right? the, the guy that we just talked about for a solid yeah. eight minutes, uh, that guy is he, he, he sort of buried our Indiana preview, and he's also burying these other storylines going throughout the league, including Miles Turner, including Paul George, including Kevin Durant, who is having an absolutely you know monster season, and including the Spurs team. <laughs> yeah, who who still. You know, if they go on a, a pretty incredible run, could also they're, they're still technically in the running to beat the Bulls' record as well. So, how insane! Would, how insane would that be? And and, and they would have, they would have it. They would you know it, that's just how they want it, right? I mean, they, they could break history or they could make history, and no one is talking about them. And that yeah, they would love that. That's that's Tim. That's yeah. the Tim Duncan special. All right, that'll do it uh, for this. We don't know what we're calling this yet. We're still nameless, but that's okay. Give us uh, some thoughts. Let us know. Yeah, viewer submit or listener submission. Yeah, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter at Hive Talk Live, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Hive Talk Live, or you can email us buzz buzz at hivetalklive dot com. Let us know what you think we should call this. We're 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 bouncing around some ideas. Don't worry. We're we'll, we'll figure something out soon. But uh, stick with us. All hail the teal and purple. <laughs>